and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you always, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot accept, because it neither sees nor knows him. But you know him, because he remains with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans, I will come to you. In a little while the world will no longer see me, but you will see me, because I live and you will live. On that day you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I in you. Whoever has my commandments and observes them is the one who loves me, and whoever loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and reveal myself to him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Happy Easter. Hard to believe we're still in the Easter season. It seems so long ago. And happy Mother's Day as well. Today we celebrate two very different things, but yet I think they're very much alike. We celebrate Mother's Day, and of course, as we do every Sunday, we celebrate the gift of our Lord Jesus Christ. But I think both of these things are synonyms for that special little word we use so often, love. Mother's Day is not an official church holy day. In fact, it's really more of a hallmark day, promoted to make money. Promoted much more that way than to recognize the women who are our amazing mothers. But here today, I want to honor the remarkable women who said yes when God placed a life within them. The great Bishop Fulton Sheen once described motherhood this way. He said, in a mother, two of the great spiritual laws are united into one, love of neighbor and cooperation with God's grace. And both of them are applied in a unique way. For love of neighbor, for anyone other than a mother, is love of someone else. But a mother's neighbor during pregnancy is one with herself. The sacrifice sometimes involved in neighborly love now takes place within her own flesh. The object of her sacrifice is contained within her. And the cooperation with grace in a mother makes her a partner of divinity. While she's not a priest, she is endowed with a kind of priestly power, a mother that brings God to man and man to God. She brings God to man by accepting her mother's role thus permitting God to infuse a new soul into her body for it to bear. She brings man to God in childbirth itself when she allows herself to be used as an instrument by which another child of God is born into this world. And to comprehend the real significance of motherhood, we must include that spiritual element that goes to make a child. We must see the human woman cooperating with her husband, the father of that baby, and with God, the father of a soul that is eternal, indestructible, and unlike any other that has ever come into the world. Thus, every human mother involves a partnership 
with the divine. Every mother is in a partnership with the divine. I don't know if many of us have ever thought of it quite that way. But I believe that understanding helps us to understand a mother's amazing ability to sacrifice herself for her child, her instinctive and never-ending need to nurture and to love. And God has indeed blessed us with our mothers. And today is a day for us to simply say thank you. Thank you for saying yes to God and participating in his plan to bring a new life and a new soul into the world. Mothers are not perfect. They would be the first ones to remind us of that. But in Mother's Day, <coughs> excuse me, but we give thanks for our mothers and those mothers that have held our world together for us, especially at those most precarious of times, those tough times in our lives. As Pope Francis once said, in today's fragmented world, we risk losing our bearings. It's a mother's embrace that is essential. Nine years ago, I stood here on Mother's Day, and I spoke about 276 young girls in Nigeria who were kidnapped by evil men who, who publicly proclaimed their plan was to sell them for profit. And unfortunately, I just read this past week that in recent years, almost 1,500 more children there have been kidnapped and then ransom sold or even forced to fight in their civil war. None of us can imagine the pain and anguish of those mothers. And many of these mothers, well, they've offered themselves in exchange for their children. And that, my friends, that is a mother's love, love that mirrors the divine. I hope today we can all remember them in our prayers in a special way. And a few years ago, there was a young lady named Emily who made a video of herself having an abortion. And as sad and gruesome as the video itself was, it was what she said that has stayed with me over these years. She said, I knew what I was going to do was right because it was right for me and no one else. I think her words speak volumes about the truth regarding love and sacrifice. Brothers and sisters, nowhere in the job description of a mother is the line, just do what's right for you and no one else. If that were the case, there would be no feedings at 2 a.m., no countless hours cleaning up diaper explosions in the back seat of the car, or cleaning up spit off your favorite dress, no sleepless nights because of sickness or homework project that didn't get done, no time to console when feelings are hurt and young romances go south, no tears when they graduate, leave home, or get married. And I don't have to tell any of you mothers out there about how love demands sacrifice. But today I do want to point out how we respond to our mother's love. We all answer when our mother calls. We listen to our mother's words of wisdom. And no matter how old we are, there are times when we just want to run into the arms of our mother. For there we feel safe. For it is there we truly feel a mother's love. When we were children, our mother cared for us, taught us right from wrong, challenged us to grow in strength and wisdom, and yes, even implanted a little Catholic guilt upon us. It was our mother and others in our life who have mothered us that have helped shape and mold us into the people that we are today. 
And our young Miss Emily had it so very, very wrong. It's not about what's right for me and no one else. It's about others. It's about sacrifice. It's about partnering with the divine. Today in our gospel, we heard Jesus tell us that if you love him, if you keep his commandments, then he will promise that he will not ever leave us, never leave us as orphans, and that he will always be with us because we are in him and he is in us, just like our mothers. It's been said many times that a mother's love mirrors the image of Christ. And in some ways, I think that's very true. But there's also a depth to the love of our God that he has for each of us that goes well beyond what even the greatest mother on earth could ever muster. For our God never stops reaching out in love, even to those who have embraced evil, even those human smugglers who kidnap or traffic children across borders for pleasure or profit, and even those like our young Miss Emily who fall victim to the selfish idea that what is right means only what's right for me. And our God's love is so great that he continues to reach out to us even if we have chosen evil over good. And all of us have certainly had times where we've done just that. Our gospel today makes it clear that if we follow him, learn from him, he will always be with us. And I know it's certainly not easy to recognize God's voice and all the noise that's in our world today. But one voice we all tend to recognize is that of our mother. I still hear my own mother's voice, even though she's no longer with me here on earth. And I think most of you, many of you know what I mean. You sit down to eat at a restaurant and you hear her words. Make sure you bless your food and be sure and eat your veggies. The deep personal loving relationship that most have with their mothers mean we'll always hear her voice. Even when she's miles away, even if she's passed from this world, she's always with us. And that's the type of personal and loving relationship we each need with our God. And we must make that choice each and every day to deepen our relationship with Christ. If Christ is just a good and powerful stranger that you hear about right here in this place once a week, then you will always struggle to allow him into your heart and soul to be one with you. My friends, I pray that we will all decide what concrete steps that we can take to develop a deeper and more personal relationship with our loving God. He's brought you here today, and he's calling your name. Choose to draw ever closer to him, even if you are one that has gone astray. Return and let God embrace you and allow him to be the guardian of your soul. And today, let us take time to honor our mothers. Whether she's with you here today or basking in the light of heaven, throw yourself into her arms. Tell her you love her. For we all know that love doesn't end with death. And to all the mothers here are in heaven, we thank you for partnering with the divine. Thank you for your selfishness. Thank you for life. And know we will always love you.